Alright guys, it's your boy Cole here. Thank you for joining me once again on the podcast. And today I have a topic, but for some reason I just want to share this. And I think this is so cool. And this is how dumb and nerdy I am. But uh, I am wearing Donatello socks right now from the Ninja Turtles. Um, One thing that I really enjoy doing is buying socks. (laughs) I know that sounds absolutely idiotic. But my rationale for... the sock craze, right, is I, first of all, my dad and I used to wear the same kind of socks, same, like, the white, basic, dicky crew socks, right, and it got to the point where our socks kept matching up, and they just, it was really confusing, and he would always be upset because I'd be wearing his socks all the time, so one day I decided that, hey, I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to buy my own socks, right, I got to figure out a way that I can buy these socks and defer them, make sure they look different. Of course, I could have bought, you know, black ankle socks that he doesn't wear, but my mom wears those. She wears black ankle socks, not necessarily like Nikes or N1s or any brands, but just black socks in general. So I'm like, no, that wouldn't really work. And then there's the fancy dress socks and stuff, but a pack of socks caught my eye. (laughs) And it all started... I guess if we're sitting here thinking about this, it all started, let's see, what was the pack, first pack of socks that I bought? They were Dragon Ball Z socks. They were <laughs> they were Dragon Ball Z socks and uh, SpongeBob socks. Those are the two packs. And now, a couple months later, I am addicted to collecting socks and wearing fancy socks. So today I'm wearing Donatello. Tomorrow I might be wearing, uh, let's see, what's, what's another? I have some... Uh, of course, I have the Dragon Ball Z ones. I have some uh, Jimmy Neutron socks, some Minion socks. I'm just overall like, if you, if I'm being honest with you guys, I'm kind of a misfit when it comes to the whole country listening. I was born in the South and everything, so I was raised listening to country music. But if we're talking about just talking about country music here and talking about what it means to be country. Sure, 100%, that's what I am. But if we're talking about, you know, me as a person, I may not fit that type of country music fan. And what I'm getting at here is I'm nerdy, 100%, and I will I will not say that I'm not. I like playing video games. Uh, some of my favorite games are RPGs now, like Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and games like that, that I can just, it's my way of escaping this freaking world, man, when... Ever I've had a bad day at work and I want to fight someone, I don't want to talk to nobody. Boom. I'm playing video games with my friends or by myself and staying in my corner and doing whatever I got to do. It's just the same thing with this podcast. Whenever I'm having a bad day, which today is a rough day. I won't go into extreme details or anything about this situation because it is not what this podcast is about. And I promise there'll be this overarching theme that started a little bit wild, but I'm trying to make a uh, comparison. It may be a little bit wild, but we're trying to make it a comparison at least. So, Alright, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes in the world, and stuff that really irritates me, but sitting down, talking about country music, something that I love, something that connects me with not just myself and other country music fans, but to my, my grandpa, who was one of the greatest idols of my life, I can talk about music that we both enjoyed, and talked about the, the inner construction or deconstruction of it, and... You know, it's just, 
a whole subject in itself. And for one matter of this is, yes, I don't fit that archetype of the country music fan. A, I'm very nerdy. B, I don't drink. And I, I've said this before, and this isn't necessarily a thing where I condemn other people for doing it. Because by God, man, if you want to be 15 Budweiser's in, you by God do it, man. It's your life. I'm not telling you how to live your life. That would be against what I believe. It's your life. Live it how you want to. And I respect you for whatever you do and whatever choices you make. Because it is your life. You live it how you want to. Live it like a country song. Live it like a country song, baby. And that's one thing that's kind of tough is with all these songs about drinking and stuff, you're like, well, if you don't drink, then how can you relate to the lyrical aspects of drinking, right? Well, some people's drinking doesn't involve alcohol or drugs. Sometimes it's just escaping the world doing whatever it is, like recording this podcast or playing video games. That is our drug. That is our addiction. Now, sometimes I'll sit down and I'll play a video game for a prolonged amount of time. I'll get up, look at the time period, and be like, my God, it's time to go to work in the morning. In about three hours, I've been playing this game for, you know, whatever time period. I lose track of time. Same thing with this podcast. Sometimes I have to catch myself before going an hour, an hour and a half, because, guys, I have a lot of respect for you and your time, because I know that you taking your time to listen to this podcast every single week, bi-weekly, um, two, two podcasts a week, if I'm lucky, and, you know, it's just, it means a lot to me, and I'm trying not to take too much of your time, but I'm also, you know, not your traditional, like, I don't know, like, redneck, either, I mean, I'm, I love fishing, I love hunting and stuff like that, but I'm not your, your typical, Guy that you would go and, like, you'd see and be like, man, this guy drives a, a truck. I drive a Nissan Sentra, a 2001 Nissan Sentra. She's my A to B car. I've had her since I started driving. It's my second car. The first car I ever had was a Nissan Maxima, which I twirled that son of a gun around in front of my house and uh, totaled that thing. About hit a tree and a lamppost. I was sitting there wheeling and dealing. By wheeling and dealing, I mean holding on for dear life and just moving the wheel a little bit enough to... I didn't hit anything, which is just a miracle in itself, but, uh, you know, I don't fit those archetypes, those standards, those things that would necessarily consider me country, right? But I enjoy country music, and that's one thing that I will say about anybody is anybody can relate to country music because sometimes, yeah, you might not be trucking, you might not be drinking the beer, the whiskey, whatever, but you can relate to the sorrow and the heartbreak that that person's having. And you know how you deal with stress. Some people deal with stress awfully healthy. Some people go out and pump the iron, man. Or some people go there and go to the the fridge or go to the snack the snack. The snack cabinet drawer pulls out five zebra cakes and eats those things. Everybody deals with stress a different way. Sometimes it's just who we are. And to deal with stress the way that you do is relatable to country music because your zebra cakes be your whiskey, for instance. And you may be asking, why does this have to do with country music over arc? And this sounds more like a personal thing. Well, this is how I'm going to transition this into what I was wanting to talk about. There are a lot of artists that have come to country music throughout the years that did not necessarily start 
as country music. And that's one thing that the world's divided on sometimes. Sometimes people think that to be country, you have to fit a certain stigma, a certain type. You got you gotta wear the cowboy hat. You gotta be able to strum a guitar like nobody's business. You gotta be able to do so many things. You gotta be able to yodel. You gotta be able to drink a few brewskis, some Steve Weiser up on stage. By God, you don't have to do any of that. That doesn't make country music what it is. Country music is its own thing because country music is about us, our country life. Not everybody's country life revolves around that kind of stuff. And the segment or the discussion, the topic today, I know this has been a long roundabout way, but I wanted to introduce it like this so I could have a at least a transitional period where it actually makes some kind of sense. That way I could add a little bit of personality, a little personal touch to it is country artists that have come from other genres and how we should accept them just as they are by not who they are, by not what they do or what they have done in the past, but the music they play. To judge them on their past, to say if this guy was an R&B singer and now he's country music, we're not going to accept him in the circle because he's R&B. No, because that's not necessarily true. The love of country music comes from a different place. That love of country music comes from them and where they've been in their life. Sometimes those roads that they've took into different avenues in their life is how they ended up in country music. And one guy that hits this standard so well, someone that I truly enjoy a lot, and I will do a deep dive on this man. I would love to talk to him. He's one of my favorite crossover artists, I guess, if you consider him a crossover artist, because, yes, he he was absolutely iconic in the 90s with this previous band. And now he's doing his own thing. And by leaving his previous band, he did himself a disservice in regards to popularity. But he left because this is something he wanted to chase. And the reason that he wanted to chase it is because he loved country music growing up. That's something that he listened to. That's something that mattered to him. And being able to sing these new songs, release these new albums, sing whatever he wants to sing, is amazing to me. And this guy is Aaron Lewis. I heard the name Aaron Lewis. He was the lead singer of Stained. And I guess technically he still is. But as they're not recording as much right now, a top 10 of just pure vocalists to me in country music and this generation, he's got to be in the top 10. There's no way he's not. Never heard him sing. I would highly recommend. This is one that you will not find on his discography. I found this one on my bootleg app back in the day when I was just, I was being bootleg, man. I, I was poor. I was a poor kid in the South and I didn't have the money to get iTunes. I would go to the bootleg app and I download this music and I found this one song by him and it hooked me to be his fan for 
the rest of my life. And I didn't learn he was the lead singer of Stain till after. And I love Stain, but I didn't recognize it at the time. He did a cover of What Hurts the Most. It's a acoustic cover. And my goodness, the soul in that cover is enough to just want to make you sit there and just think about it and just so, honestly cry. Like, it's so strong. His voice carries it so well. And that's why I didn't just become a Stained fan. I became an Aaron Lewis fan. Crossover artists belong in country music as long as they're doing it for the right reasons, in my opinion. And those right reasons is opinionated, sure. If they're doing it for the glam and the fame because they didn't make it, in one side of music, no, that that is not. But if it's one thing where they're going to a different kind of music because they just feel like the type of music that's not doing them the service of, A, they're not doing really well with the music, and B, it's just not there for you, and you want to go to country music, and it really works for you, Absolutely. By all regards, do it. Send it. And dare I say, sometimes these artists that come from other genres and come to country music outdo the current country music that is produced today because they are fans of traditional style of country music, right? So if we're really thinking about it, why, why do we sometimes we see these people come from other genres and try, and we don't accept them, right? We we say, hey, you, you were in rock. Why are you coming into country music? Why are you bringing, you know... And I do see this hate sometimes, and it's very rare. It really is, but I really feel like we're doing the disservice of country music if we're telling ourselves and other people that follow country music that if this one guy came from this certain genre and he did really well... And he came to this genre for whatever reason. We're just going to absolutely blackball and blacklist him out of the ordeal. No. For instance, I know I talk about him all the time. But this is another. He just works so well into the podcast because I can talk about what I know. Because I know him so well. Is Cody Jinx originally was part of a metal band. And it's a whole part of his origin story. It's in his Unwised album, or his Unwise album, that he went to California, and he tried to make it, and he didn't make it, and then he come home, and then he's like, you know what, I'm going to start doing this country thing, and he made it, and if we disserviced him for, you know, being what he is now, because he went from the metal band to country music, then we've already lost one of the key developers in the new neo-traditional movement. We're screwed. We're absolutely screwed. And there's no lie on that. That is the truth. It really is. So, now this brings up the topic. Of course, the one that I can think of right now, this universal subject, is Jelly Roll, right? Everybody loves Jelly Roll. And I'm here to tell you that I have no opinion on Jelly Roll right now for one reason. 
I refuse to listen to his music for the fact that my mom absolutely adores him. It is one of her favorite artists at the current moment. And for Mother's Day, I bought some Jelly Roll tickets for me, my dad, and her to go. It's one. It's it's pretty expensive. Honestly, it's the most money I've ever dropped on tickets in my entire life. But I'm doing it for her. And my dad also loves him. And they talk about his story. And his story is incredible. It really is. Very emotional. But when it comes down to the musical aspect, I refuse to listen to it at the current moment because I want to go into the concert with a blank mind not have an opinion, and just enjoy the music, and then when I leave, I can have my opinion of who he is. But to say that when I go to this concert, I go in and say, I ain't liking this guy at all. I'm going in there. I'm going to hate every single minute of it. I'm not going to enjoy this experience. That is not the way to do it. Sometimes you need to go into things with an open mind. And this is a universal thing that I've learned through, you know, my few years in the retail industry. You got to go into stuff with an open mind because if you have a certain opinion, a certain attitude going into something, that attitude's not going to change. Unless you force yourself to change it. And if you're forcing yourself to change it, it may be because you don't want to change it. You don't want to change it. And the reason you don't want to change it is, I don't know. That is your own personal opinion. It could be where you're at in life. Things that you're holding against other people. Policies that you do not agree with. And these are not necessarily subjects of saying, hey, you shouldn't feel this way. But if you go into every day hating your life or hating elements of your life, it's going to be really hard to change that. And I've been through that. Trust me. I'm not saying this to be like, hey, I'm your preacher. I'm preaching down to you. I'm right here with you, man. I'm on the pew beside of you holding your hand, whatever. Life sucks. It really does. But if you go in with saying life sucks every single day, like I hate my job, I hate going in, I hate doing this, I hate doing that, you know what you're going to leave like? You're going to sit there and be like, man, I really did hate today, I hated my job, I hate everything. And that's not a way to be. Even if you have that opinion of not enjoying life, going through some turmoil in your life. There's positives in everything. There really is. If your girlfriend or your boyfriend... Voice crack! If your girlfriend or your boyfriend just broke up with you, yeah, it's hard. Your heart feels like you've been stomped on. You're sitting there listening to your country music, trying to medicate. You're trying to self-medicate. But if you're sitting there, and this might be after the fact, and this might be hard to change your mind at the time, but you do have to look at the positives. 
and there may not be a lot of them. But A, if you were having those disagreements, if you were having those arguments, if you were just not enjoying, that is gone. Whatever was holding you back is gone. And B, now you have time to enjoy stuff that you would like. Go out and enjoy music. Go to concerts. Go to stuff that that person may have been holding you back from and you weren't necessarily holding, or you're not necessarily held back from that because of them, but, you know, when you're not enjoying life and you're having all these obstacles in life, it's hard to make yourself go out and enjoy stuff that you truly like. And I, I understand I've been there, 100%. Sometimes you just shut down, and it's okay to do that. Work on yourself. And one way that I've been able to work with myself through the last two to three years is with country music and with artists that have crossed over. With Cody. Without Cody, there's no telling where I would be right now. Without Ward Davis, there's no telling where I would be right now. I may be. 25 drinks in. I might be 6 feet below. I might be depressed. I might be on the road by myself. I may be homeless. I may be something. Without their music, I feel like I would have given up. And honestly, it's very, it's very hard to say. It's not easy in this life, man. It's not. And I understand. I know there's people that have it way harder than me. But sometimes things hit you. And don't they don't just hit you one, two, three, you know, right hook, left hook, uppercut, and let you get back up to fight back. No, they hit you with the uppercut left, right, and then they're kicking you while you're down. They're not allowing you to get up. And that's just life. That's what Frank Sinatra said. It's life. It is. And it doesn't make it any better than what it's supposed to be. But with music, it's helped me so much. And like I said, without Cody, I don't know where I'd be. I really don't. And I appreciate him so much. I appreciate everybody that releases country music. That does touch the soul. That does feel that void sometimes where I've had stuff happen and there's that void there. And sometimes that void can be medicated in some very unhealthy ways. Through some really awful stuff. And I feel like without music, there's a path that I could have went down could have been awful for me in the long run. And without crossover artists like Cody Jenks, like Aaron Lewis, without those songs that make me feel that they've released, I can't say a song's ever saved my life necessarily. But the influence that songs have had on my life have caused me to look at life with a little bit more grace. And a little bit more honesty because sometimes we chalk up life as being this beautiful thing beautiful and we build these stereotypes of what life's supposed to be 
It's about growing up, marrying somebody, loving somebody so much, having kids with that somebody, enjoying life, dying with that person, either by your side or dying by that person's side. Then you die. Then you go to heaven, nirvana, or whatever you believe in, and then you're done, right? If that's what you believe, you know, or if you believe in reincarnation or whatever. I'm not going to sit here and give a gospel spill on everything because life is what you believe and I will say to you guys that country music has lengthened my life I feel like by a lot and that is very hard to say and be honest about because there's nothing easy for a guy to sit here and say you know I've been through some stuff and the stuff that I've been through is not necessarily stuff that's really that hard for some people, but for me it is, and without my medication, which is my video games or my music, that I would not be here right now, and that's like, that's really hard for me to say, because I don't want to sit here and be like, you know, I quit on life, but sometimes, honestly, it feels like you can quit in life, and it's not, it's just not right. It's not, you're not allowed to quit, is what some people would say, but by God, it feels like you could and you should sometimes. But not quitting, that that failure that you have is the growth. And without that growth, then what are you doing in your life? If you're not growing, then you're just existing. And surviving isn't living. That's one quote that I've heard all my life. Surviving isn't living, and that's very deep cutting quote. So, yeah, this has been kind of an all over the part episode. So, I, I don't really know what to say about this one. This one's just, I feel like there's so much emotion and stuff going on in my life that inner turmoil, the ex the external turmoil, everything that's going on. This episode was a little more of a rant than anything, but there's still that underlying message of those crossover artists and country music do belong and we should welcome them with open arms and judge them not on who they were, not who they are, where they came from, what band they played in, what stigma they have, where they're cultured. We should judge them for their music and what it is. And that's the honest God truth. If they are a nerdy looking four foot two singer wears big spectacles wears nerdy socks like like me and just has a traditional different sense of what it is to be country music we should not disregard their opinion so all right ladies and gentlemen i didn't think i was gonna hang on man i thought i was about to start sobbing in front of you guys by in front i mean of course audio wise because you know you can't see me which is a good thing because i'm over here Messing with my hair, like have it held back, making me look like I'm having a stroke almost. Um, I didn't think we were going to get through it, but we did. Thank you guys for listening. Of course, this has been Of The Steel Guitar Podcast with your host, Cole. If you wouldn't mind, leave me a rating on whatever platform you use. It's on every single one. It's on YouTube. Send me an email. Let me know how I'm doing. And I have merch up. And I actually have my first shirt. 
hat and sweatshirt coming in the mail ASAP. And I'm really excited. And I'm going to judge it and see how it looks. And then I may start posting some photos of what the merch looks like online. I hope that you might grab a shirt. I have some cheaper options. And I have said it where at this time, I'm not making a lot of money on these shirts the way that they're set up. I'm not making bukus of money. I'm not sitting here trying to make a lot of money off you guys. I want to use this merch as a way that I can wear my podcast around and I can talk to people about my podcast and what it's about. And people that want to do that will have this opportunity because, yes, you can have a koozie. You can have a sticker. Absolutely. But when it comes to the discussional topic, if I'm wearing a shirt and somebody says, oh, it says this on your shirt, what is this all about? And be like, this is this podcast that I really like about this coal guy or by this coal guy that talks about country music and he hits these certain these certain pillars and stuff about country music. It's really interesting. You should check it out if you really like country music. And that's one new listener. And to me, one new listener means so much to me. Because, yeah, I'm not sitting here doing this podcast for anybody else other than myself, necessarily. But to see that I'm able to talk about what I like, it's like the musicians, being able to write what I write and someone enjoy it means the world to me. It means I have a foothold. It it just matters. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain it, but it's just how it is. Thank you guys so much for checking me out. If you've never listened... Please, if not, if you've not before, check me out on the socials, the email. Check out the people in the description that made this awesome intro with the steel guitar, the guitar, and the fiddle. And, you know, as you know, one famous person said, historically, maybe on this podcast, is keep country music alive. Adios.